0: Hello, my friends, it's Trish Carr, and we're here for another episode of Be Real, Get Real with Women's Prosperity Network. I'm so glad you are here with me right now. And I know that you are gonna be so thrilled that you are here because we're gonna talk about a a topic that is quite relevant, and it has been relevant for a long time. And um, my guest today is a very accomplished woman who has experienced in her life bullying. I mean, come on, raise your hand if you've ever been bullied, right? How many hands do we have? And the interesting thing is we always think of bullying as something that happens in school and doesn't happen anywhere else. (laughs) But that's not true because we get bullied all the time and people are there. And while they may not mean to intimidate us, they do come across that way. So how do you deal with that? And how do you get beyond that? Um, we all feel it. So I'm so glad that you are here today because what you learn, you know, it, it, we do business with businesses, but not really. We do business with people and people are the, the thing that we like, we know, and we trust. So when we want to do business with a business, it's it, it takes it to the next level when we know the person behind the business. And that's what Be Real, Get Real is all about. So let me tell you about my guest today and we're gonna get right into it. I'm gonna put on my groovy little glasses. Don't you like these? I saw Al Roker on the Today Show. He had these groovy little glasses. I was like, I want pretty glasses too. So I got myself a little pretty pretty glasses. So anyway, <laughs> let me tell you all about Suzanne Moulay. Suzanne is the principal and founder of Surefooted Wisdom, a consulting firm focusing on lead generation, strategy, implementation, and communication. Fabulous over 40. I love that. Fabulous over 40. Her passion and commitment to help women age in reverse. Love it. Love it. And live their best life through health and wellness. She's got 20 years, lead generation, business development, leadership, public speaking, political and management experience. She brings humor, and common sense to executive, corporate, political and nonprofit consulting. And as you can tell, she is multi-passionate and quite the entrepreneur. Her extracurricular activities include community activism, paper crafting, can't wait to hear about that. I'm wondering, is that the same as origami? Uh, Home improvement, healthy cooking, travel and spending time with her family, Please help me welcome Suzanne Moulet. Suzanne Hello. Moulet, how are you
1: this morning? I'm fabulous I, it's, it's, and it's a fabulous, fabulous Friday. You're and fabulous I'm, over 40 on this fabulous actually, Friday. I'm, I'm actually fabulous over 50.
0: Oh my. Well, that certainly doesn't show on your skin. So you must be doing something special
1: there. I I yep, I do. Lots of yeah. things. Well, I know
0: you work with people to put their best face forward yeah, and to absolutely. look the best so you do image consulting and and you work with skincare as well, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes. So um I yeah, I've been in the industry for for many years um and so I'm a. I have a certification in makeup artistry. Um, I've spent a lot of years, you know, using skincare and selling it. Um, I got a lot of on-the-job experience. I worked for Sephora for four years, which which was fun in their skin department. Which and I expanded even further, um, more products to try. What works, what doesn't work. And but I'm not too totally bougie. You know, I like some drugstore stuff, but also some things depending on um, what it is is what drives how I help people but the probably the biggest um the biggest impact on one's skin care and is your health it's what you're feeding your body and that can drive really good skin you know you get a good glow when you eat cleaner and you're eating the right things and the right quantities and and I do believe in supplements um people don't sometimes like I want to do it without supplements like well you get to a certain age and you have to because your body is not operating like it did when you were in your 20s so there are things that you have to do um to to change that from the inside I call it inside out beauty yeah so you know it
0: goes so beautifully well well and the other thing is water right drinking water are you
1: do you ascribe to the eight a day Oh, more than that. Um, I recommend people to have at least 100 ounces of water a day. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. It takes it up to the next notch. So um, these are this is 24. I have five to six of these a day. um, And and, you know, because as we age, but also in the summer, um, if you're in climates that are really dry. So I mean, yeah. you know, I'm in Utah. So I you, you know, if you're not drinking enough water, it just you're walking around dehydrated all the time. And that affects every single body function. It's not just your skin. Um, It, your, it affects your eyes, your lungs, your lungs are believe it or not 80% water. So if you don't hydrate, well, you cannot get proper Um, body function, you're not going to get enough oxygen. And when you don't have enough oxygen in your system, it affects your brain function. It affects your energy level. um, It affects really how you even break down fat in your body. So you're not giving all of your organs what they need and the chemical reactions that use water. You know, people don't realize how important water is. It's, It's not just, you know, drink your water. Drink
0: it, yeah. You know, you just inspired one of our someone who's watching with us on Facebook. Just grab my water, she said. Excellent. <laughs> so yay, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. So it's interesting because it looks like you have like the total meld. It's like you work with people, and I'm thinking women, right? Because always on my mind, women's prosperity right. network, right? So you work with, let's say, women business owners to move their businesses forward with lead generation and leadership and sales and that type of thing. And that same business owner, you also help them put their best face forward, being fabulous over 40, and yeah. help them to look good, feel good, have you know the least amount of these
1: wrinkle lines and things like that. It's but beautiful. honestly, it's thank you. I appreciate it. Cause we are um I, I like to look at situations and people and business owners um as holistically it's not just it's not a two-dimensional interaction um how you what i mean because a lot of times as we age whether you're you know male or female but especially women you know we get to we get to a certain place where you look in the mirror and you're like who who is that you know like, where did yeah you know, like where did she come from like What the actual crap, you know? And then they don't know what to do. Um, Most, and I'm not dissing on um, the medical profession because my entire, I mean, I'm like one of a handful of people in my family that's not in the medical profession. Um, They don't spend a whole lot of time on really in diving into like really what you want to do, even with your skin as a dermatologist. They talk a lot about, oh, you need to use this. You need to take this pill. You need to put this. Well, how about having the conversation like, are you sleeping enough?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you drinking enough water? Um, are you, what are you eating? Right. All of those things they don't talk about that. It's just like okay, let's here's a band aid. See you. That wasn't that was your you know ten minute consult and you know you bye next on to the next patient. And right. I get it, it's a business. They have to they literally they have to see a certain amount of people in order to keep their doors open. But when but when you start feeling better about yourself, when you look in the mirror, how you. Um, so perceive yourself that changes how you interact with people, how you negotiate, what how how much value you see in yourself because of you. Um when I consult with women, it's like what's the goal you have if for like for yourself. If you want to lose weight, great. How much weight do you want to lose? Why? Why do you want to lose that? Yeah. Not you have to it's like why like what's driving you to do it and what can i do to help you match where you want to go with your lifestyle and what you're willing and not willing to do i mm-hmm. mean again meeting people where they are so it's not like suppose somebody you know they uh, um they want they're doing a lot more videos they're like well how can i appear more confident? Well, what do you, well, I don't know. Let, let's talk about that. You know, do you need a new hairstyle? Do you need um, different makeup application? Just tiny tweaks. I don't want to be full on glam. You don't have to. Right. Um, right. You know. I'm not full on glam. Got a little yeah. bit going on here and there. Some lip. You look great. Thank but you you, like, yeah. What is it that you need to, for you to feel your best confident self? Not my definition. What's your definition and how can I help you get there? Yeah. Um, you know same with any business consulting as well or strategy like where do you want to go what are your resources what are you willing not willing to do what support do you have um all of those are component parts meet people where they are and take them where they want to go and i can be that guide to help them and if i can't help them um i i show them other people. That's why I love networking. That's why I love Women's Prosperity Network specifically, is that if I can't help them with the situation, I can tap into my network of contacts to make sure that they don't leave me without some sort of direction. Right. That that, feels that, way. Yeah. It's It's not all about me. It's helping people get where they want to go. Yeah. And I love that you talked
0: about confidence because it's the difference maker for so many of us. And you you were telling me that when you were younger, well, you know, the whole confidence thing and how, you know, as you age, you get more confident, less confident. I mean, it's normal. We're on a roller coaster of life. Right. And you were telling me about, you know, when you were younger and building your confidence as a child and that you were actually bullied. Yes. So tell me a little Uh, bit
1: more about that. um, Yeah. So my uh, shocking Shockingly, bullying happened to me in middle school. I mean, I would have slight comments. I was a chubby girl um, growing up. Um, I'm Hispanic. My family, you know, it's like it it, in our culture. um, Well, my my family culture, you know, if you have a little weight on you, it 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 was irrelevant. You know, we we eat rice. We ate rice and beans and fried foods and hardly any vegetables. Really, and but you know, believe me. I know. Hispanic culture. I love it. It's, you can be curvy, baby. Yeah. And and when you, somebody calls you flaca, I mean, that's sometimes not like flaca means skinny. That's not like a compliment. Hey, flaca, you know, (laughs) it's more of a derogatory term. And, you know, and when I would lose weight and, you know, uh, my mom would see my, um, my. Collarbone. Collarbone. My mother's like, you could put soap in a towel on there in the shower, you know, like, and, and not in a good way. So. I knew, so it was funny. So, um, but growing up until I, you know, I was so like, you know, pleasantly plump, but then, you know, I had some comments, you know, about being fat. I actually got bullied being Hispanic. I went, you know, but that got that, that too, happened in middle school. So the problem was in middle school, um, you know, I was, at, at, you know, my mother, you know, my parents are, you know, for another country. And so I had greasy hair and I wasn't allowed to wash my hair every day. My mom's like natural grease, it's great for your hair you won't believe me now, but you will believe me in the future. You'll be thankful, you know, I'm greasy skin. And I wore hand-me-downs and my sister's hand-me-downs that she was six years older. And so I was never like in style. I played the violin. I was smart. You know, I was always in the accelerated classes. So here I am was like a total woo, 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 geek alert, you know, let's, 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 you know, be you not know, beat up on her, but I'd get on the bus and people would call me names and um, you remember those pop rocks where you throw on the ground and they go pop, 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 pop. Well, they would like smack them on my head on the bus. And it was hard. And, you know, I was, you know, but my mom was very, um, a very aware mom. And she started noticing my behavior changing. And like, I was very withdrawn because, you know, I, I'm pretty, you know, I'm an outgoing kind of person. I became very withdrawn. Didn't really, I, I was sick all the time. Didn't want to go to school and so, you know, we switched. You know, she found out I was being bullied. She's, you know, switched me to another school, private school, which we really couldn't afford. But my mom um, found out about it and she's like, oh, this is a good place. I went there a couple of days. The people were so nice. The kids were so nice that, you know, they rooked me in and then I got there and then the bullying got even worse at that school. And, um, but again, my mom kept on building up my confidence and saying, you know, most people when they beat up on you, it's either they're jealous of, of you. Or they don't know how to handle, you know, they're jealous of you in some form or fashion, and they can't handle it. So they're going to try to tear you down. But there's nothing wrong with you. You're, you're beautiful, and you're smart, and you have all of these things um, that you have to offer. And so it um, it helped bid me, build me up. I I relied and leaned into my mom's belief in me. And so after, eighth, you know, finally, you know, they the bullying really only stopped when my mom... <laughs> My mom, you know, just my mom didn't drive. My mom still doesn't drive. God bless her, 91 years old, never driven a day in her life. She, take, she took the taxi to go and talk to the principal and said, this has got to stop and blah, blah, blah. And she's not the only one and something needs to be done. And so they did. They they had these big you know meetings like, you, you guys can't do this to kids anymore. It's not who we are. It was a Christian school. And like, this is not who we are. It's not Christian like to do that. So that stopped for a while, you know, but it gave me enough breathing room to say, okay um you know, you have to speak up, you have to defend, not defend yourself, but you have to speak up for what's right. And if you have to pull in help, go ahead and do it. It's not a bad thing to ask for help. So I realized what was possible when you were uh, brought community into it. And that community happened to be like my mom. And then these other girls in my class who got bullied and some boys who got bullied. And that helped me. And then so it it changed everything started. You know, I asked begging my parents, I'm like, I know that you don't I know that you don't mind extra weight, but I need to, I want to lose weight. My first four, I went, you know, took the bus to go to Weight Watchers, lost weight. Ninth grade started like at a a healthy weight, actually. And then it just changed everything, changed my whole high school experience. And it really changed. And it proved to me that also when I focused on something, I could achieve it. Mm -hmm. Because I was still able to get to my goal weight using the food my parents, my mother would cook. She was Rice saying, and home. beans. Rice and beans. I'm like, okay, and I start portioning them out. And how can I do that within the environment I'm in? How can I still be successful, in spite of the art? Of, you know, if I have very con- little control over certain things, prove to me myself, there's nothing you can't do. And that's what started me overcoming, you know, being bullied and standing up for myself and being more more confident in who I am.
0: Well, it's extraordinary that at 11, 12, 13, right? Eighth grade, ninth grade, 12, mm-hmm. 13, you realized then speaking up was the first thing you had to do. And secondly, that to ask for help was a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think so many of us, I know I speaking for myself at that age, I too was bullied. Imagine my last name was Car. Mm-hmm. I was Chubby. So they would change my name to Truck and bus and all of that so you hear so, me yeah so i totally hear what you're saying and um that whole speaking up thing and 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 standing in the power at 12 years old kudos to you that you were able to get that and see that and then you know it carries over into your life so we were talking uh, just before i hit the get online button And you were saying how you used to work for attorneys and it's so funny because okay so i used to work for the phone company when you were working for attorneys i was working for the phone company and i uh spoke to businesses not not the consumers businesses so we would hear from all kinds of businesses and every time an attorney called i felt terribly intimidated like i felt they were coming through the phone to me saying i'm better than you do it my way and right. then you're telling me now that you worked for attorneys, talk a little bit about that <laughs> bullying
1: situation and again, how you handled it. Yeah, I, I had a really great career, um, about 12 or 13 years in, as a paralegal. Um, and it was, <clears throat> I had a great career. Um, and I had some really great bosses who saw my value and supported me and developed my skills that They saw what was great. And I had some not so great. Right. So, it, you know, so my mom, you know, my mom. also, you know, even, even though I was raised Hispanic, you know, Hispanic, my parents believed in education. My dad said, you know, you need to have an education because you can't rely on a man to, to support you. And my mom, too. So, you know, they like and they like my my dad never yelled at us. And, we were, you know, I had a great relationship. He he showed what what what's the right way to treat women. So I had this attorney who used to just yell for people, yell for his secretary, yell for his paralegal, and he'd holler at them, and they'd come running. They just he, they drop everything, come running, even if they had something to do. They drop everything, and so I got pulled into this case, and he called for me, and he's like, "You know, Mule, Mule. Mind you, his office was just catty corner to mine, and I'm like, "I'm not going to go. I'm not yelling." And then I'm, and my mother also taught me, "You don't yell across the house. You come find me." you know (laughs) don't yell across the house so I didn't you know I didn't yell back like I'm here what do you want right Um, so he kept on yelling for me and then he passed his secretary, where is she like she's in her office and she came she's like he's calling for you why aren't you coming I'm like because I'm not a dog I have an intercom or he can walk over here and she's like he's not gonna like it I'm like whatever (laughs) (laughs) whatever whatever yeah, whatever. And I mean, I was like 27 years old. And so, you know, and this guy was probably probably like mid forties. So he's like 20 years older than me, a partner, a partner in the law firm. I didn't even report to him. And so all of a sudden she said, you know, he's like, Well, where is she he's like she's in her office? And I I mean, I'm I'm hearing all this. He's like, Well, why isn't she coming? He's like, she's not, she said she she said she to tell you that she's not a dog. And she has an intercom. And he's like, What's her extension? <laughs> she gave it to me, He said. New way. I'm like, yes, so-and-so and he, I, what can I do for you? He's like, can you come into my office? I'm like, sure. Do I need to bring anything with me? He's like, bring a pad of paper or whatever. I'm like, okay, great. And I walked over there and he didn't mention it. Didn't say, what the hell were you talking about? And never, ever after that, did he ever holler for me. And he treated me a lot differently. He treated me with much, me with much more respect than he did the people around him. And I had a similar incident with another attorney I worked for and that changed everything with him, too. It got to the point where he was more confident to be able to hand cases over and would tell his clients, if Suzanne asks you for something, it's like me asking you. And that changed everything. I had to stand up for myself. And I knew I could have lost my job. But, you know, it's not worth it. Losing a job is not worth uh, it's, it. Being bullied is not it's not worth it in a job or yeah. people. Yeah.
0: and And so many people who... I mean, in lots of ways in life, that's just one example. And all you had to do was say, "I'm not." You don't talk to me that way. That's and not, it. That's and, all you had to do. Yeah,
1: and it and wasn't in it a disrespectful way. It you. wasn't even a dis- in a disrespectful way. It's like this is the line. And This is my line. And you. And again, it was. A, it was a, a lesson in boundaries. What are you? T- people train other yeah. people to treat them. You train people on how to treat you. Like I've, you know, I, you know, and then I transitioned into sales and sometimes I would encounter people, you know, when having a, a conversation and they would try to bully their way into the conversation and like to, in order to like to like get all the information they need first and like, you know what, I don't even know if I want to work with you yet. So I'm not going to talk price. I'm not going to talk this, you know, I'll, I'll get to that, but yeah, I need to know more about you and your business to see if I'm a fit. Don't try, don't try to submarine the call. It, it's not all about you. I may not be even the right choice for you. So why am I going to, maybe I don't Maybe I don't even want to work for you. You're going to be an a-hole. The beginning of this, forget it. I don't even want you as a client.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I, you know, the whole thing about being confident is saying to yourself, you know, this may not be somebody I want to work with instead of, oh, I need to work so bad. I need the business. Let me mold myself to this person. When you stand up for you and you have the integrity and the intestinal fortitude, it's actually attractive. People like confidence. You'll get way more business with confidence than you will with trying to be everything to everyone.
1: Right. And, and, you, and we, as, you know, and especially for entrepreneurs, you know, you get to choose your clients. You really do. And, you know, if you're working in a regular business, you can't control that. You know, like, no, you have to work with them because this is your job but you still have the ability to work with that person on your terms and not have to accept being bullied and, and being steamrolled. You, everyone has their brilliance. You know what, you know, what, you know, they don't know that just stand on that yeah. and don't allow yourself to be bullied. And in some instances, sometimes you have to fire a client. If they're constantly disrespecting you, you have to, you have to fire them and, it, and, know that, you know, I don't know if a person's a spiritual person, the universe, God has your back. And if you say I'm worth more than this, the the world will conspire to support that. As long as your belief is strong enough and you are bring, then you start bringing in the right people and you will attract the right clients. and, and, and when you're, and also like when you, we are like that, you become more confident You become literally more attractive, not yes. in the, in that facial thing. It's tr- attractive. They, oh, they want to work, you know, you're, you're attracting them to you,
0: yes. not in
1: the sense of physicality, but energy wise, you are attracting them. And then, and yeah, so that, and that's, I'm, I'm glad, you know, I've learned, learned these lessons, you know, as a, as a kid, and I wouldn't, I don't think I would trade it in because it helped me also become a much more compassionate person. I, I don't take people on their face value. Um, you know, I, I don't try to, I mean, we all have, you know, our thoughts that go through our head, but you have to constantly challenge yourself. Like going into a conversation, we have preconceived notions of how a call might go. You don't do that. You have to release all preconceived notions and allow the person to you know, provide them the space to show, let them show up as they are so you can truly see them and not have those preconceived notions about who they they be.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, I love what you're saying about you've got to just be you, stand up, be confident. And sometimes it's challenging to do that on your own. So that's one of our missions at Women's Prosperity Network is we come together so that we can all remind each other You're fabulous. In fact, one of our favorite phrases is you're totally freaking awesome. Yep. Because when you're surrounded by people who uplift you, it's way easier to stay there than it is when you're all by yourself. So Suzanne, I am so happy that we had this time to share, uh, with our listeners. Your story and how it's really made you the woman you are, and how you can make a bigger difference for people. So I have your website. I'm going to put that up so that everybody knows how to reach you. It's SuzanneMule.com. And when you go there, tell them what they'll find when they go there. If there's anything special you want them to know,
1: well, you know, there uh, I've got th- you know th- three area different areas where I work with people. Um, there's a contact me form in there as well. If you, you know, if if, if you don't see what you're looking for, shoot me an email. Um, and I, you know, my email is Suzanne at Suzannemulet.com. So it's not that I don't try to make it too hard for people. Um, and that way I can, you know, if they ever interested in talking about whatever their situation is. Um, and again, if I'm not the right match for them, I try to steer people toward the right match for them. Wonderful.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being with us today, Suzanne. Thanks Isn't for having it a great conversation. Oh, my goodness. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for sharing so much about yourself and for being real and getting real, because when we're real and we get real, we achieve real results. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you, Suzanne, for being with me today. Thank you all for being with us today. And please go ahead and see that little button that says share. Go ahead and click on that and share. And while you're at it, let us know, what do you do when somebody's trying to bully you? How do you handle it? Thank you so much for being with us. I hope you have a fantastic day. I'll see you next time for another Be Real, Get Real broadcast. Take care, everybody.